0: On today's Smart 7 pressure on Tories after by election losses, Storm Babette wreaks havoc and lots more. It's Monday, the 23rd of October. It's National Mold Day. And happy birthday, Ryan Reynolds. The Smart 7. It's new. It was a rough weekend for PM Rishi Sunak as Labour secured two former Tory safe seats in a double by-election victory on Friday. Voters in mid-Bedfordshire and Tamworth took to the polls to find replacements for former Culture Secretary and Johnson ally Nadine Dorries and disgraced PM Chris Pincher. Both constituencies saw swings of more than 20% towards Labour and the 25,000 vote deficit in mid-Bedfordshire is the largest Labour have overturned in a by-election since World War II. Speaking outside the Tamworth polling station, Labour leader Sir Keir Starmer said... He's chuffed with the results. This is an incredible victory. Most people said it would be impossible for us to win here. We've gone and done it with a massive swing. And what's significant is that it wasn't just Labour voters coming out, it was Tory voters who wanted to come out and vote Labour. The losses will pile pressure on Prime Minister Rishi Sunak, who had been hoping his party conference reset and decisions on net zero and HS2 might have turned things around. Friday's results mark four by-election losses for the Tories this year, but Education Secretary Gillian, bloody good job, Keegan, seems convinced everything's fine. People stayed at home, and what people want is for us to focus on the five priorities we have to show, we have to deliver. Um, we still have to, to demonstrate to them that it's worth them getting out of their house and voting uh, Conservative like they usually do, but this, if you look at the, 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 the details, this did not show a swing to Labour, it showed Conservative voters, not voting. More protests took place in London over the weekend as over 100,000 people marched in support of Palestine on Saturday. It follows a second week of Israeli retaliation against the Hamas attacks. This week has seen a bombardment of airstrikes on the southern Gaza Strips. That's despite Palestinian civilians being instructed to flee there to avoid an Israeli ground offensive in the north. Close to 5,000 Palestinians are thought to have been killed so far. And UK Foreign Secretary James Cleverley has called for the Israeli military to exercise caution. Despite the incredibly difficult circumstances, I have called for discipline and professionalism and restraint from the Israeli military. US President Joe Biden arranged a call on Sunday evening to discuss the ongoing diplomatic efforts. He included Rishi, along with the leaders of Canada, France, Germany and the Prime Minister of Italy. Meanwhile, Palestinian PM Mohammed Shteya fears that history is repeating itself. Palestinians in 1948 were bushed out of their homes now for israel to push again is something that has been designed to end the question of the palestinian right to return At least seven people are thought to have died, including an 83-year-old woman in Derbyshire after Storm Babek caused severe flooding across Scotland and Northern England this weekend. Almost 40,000 homes were without power across eastern Scotland on Saturday, whilst transport routes across the country were cut off. Meanwhile, in South Yorkshire, residents were forced to evacuate after the River Rother broke its banks and began flooding homes. Catcliffe resident Sophie says she's devastated by what happened. I'm feeling it this morning, uh, processing what we're going to have lost not just things that you can replace but sentimental things that you can't replace The small said, yorkshire village experienced similar flooding 16 years ago and residents were promised it would never happen again but resident chris says the council have done little to help we've had no real support at all i we've had some information from sarah champion local mp and from what environment agency has told them this is a basin and it's going to happen again there's nothing they can do U.S. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan has had a bit of an awkward weekend. His dreams of being House Speaker are officially over after Republicans hosted a secret ballot to end his candidacy on Friday following three unsuccessful floor votes. It leaves nine candidates in the running with a fresh candidate forum set to take place on Monday. But Donald Trump's buddy Jim's been taking it like a champ and he says he'll get behind the successful candidate. I appreciated getting to work with everyone and that we, uh, we, we need to come together and figure out who our speaker is going to be. I'm gonna work as hard as I can to help that individual so that we can go help the American people. So to come on the Smart 7, Mark's for stop and drives on, and Gordon Ramsay's got some money-saving tips. Right after this. Cool Fact. Sunday saw the Formula 1 roadshow head to Austin in Texas for the fifth last race of the season. Max Verstappen has already wrapped up the Drivers' Championship and the Red Bull Constructors but that didn't mean he was taking things easy. Despite stiff competition from Lewis Hamilton and Lando Norris Verstappen won yet again with his 50th Grand Prix victory. That puts him one way win from Alan Prost's 51 victories and just behind Lewis Hamilton Sebastian Vettel and of course Michael Schumacher. Yeah I mean that's of course incredible uh, to win my 50th here uh, as well so uh, yeah very proud of course and uh, yeah we'll just uh, keep on trying to push for more Gordon Ramsay's been busy recently the latest season of Hell's Kitchen started streaming last month and on Sunday the foul-outed chef made an appearance on the Jake Humphrey's high performance podcast where he got real about his journey to catering stardom It included a deeply moving story about how he got a deposit for his first house with some very relatable financial advice. Thanks, Gordon. We were skint. I remember going to ask her father if I could borrow 20 grand for the deposit for a flat that we fell in love with. He said, OK, I'll have another lunch with you when you sell your Porsche. I did sell it. And 10 years later, I went and bought it back. Same car. Same Same Sir Lenny Henry has already made his name as an actor, comedian, presenter, singer and writer and now he can add producer to his CV too. His new show Three Little Birds premiered on ITV on Sunday. It's a historical drama focused on the Windrush generation. Named after the Bob Marley song it's based on the experiences of Lenny's mother Winifred who arrived in the UK from Jamaica in 1957. Its release coincides with Black History Month in the UK but Lenny says Black History education needs to be year round. Black History Month is great for kids in school in this country. They, you know, it's a ring space where they absolutely have to focus on all of these things. But I'm black all year round, you know. My yeah. kids are all black all year round. So they need to have a sense of what's been going on running as a seam all the way through their education, not just one month a year. That's You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes we'll give you the world.